Live from the Tech Talk Studios hey. in the nation's capital and the heartland of America. It's Tech Talk. Well, it's Friday. And you know what time it is. It's time for Tech Talk. I'm Brad Cost with my co-host, the one and only, the data doc, nationally known, world-renowned known now. He is the man. Everybody loves him, Dr. Jake Greenstein. Jay, what are you up to, man? Brad, man, it's Friday. I, what am I up to? I'm hanging out with you, thank goodness, and our very good friend, Dr. Don Reno, which I'm very excited about. That is exciting. I, you know, I've got to know Don the last couple of years. He's become uh, um, um, a user of Infinity. One of the things we're going to talk about today, I'm sure, they're moving a lot of their docs to Infinity. We appreciate that, but he's a busy guy and he got a lot of things to talk about. So let's just get right into it. Why don't you introduce Dr. Reno and let's get started. I would love to. So I, I have known Dr. Don Reno for several years now. Uh, I think the first time we like really, really connected was when I came up to the Mac and did that strategic planning fun event. I think that was kind of the first time where we hung out, you know, a fair amount of time. And then since then, we've had the opportunity to hang out many times. Um, Don, you've got an incredible professional resume, and I want you to share that with the audience. But first, I just want to thank you for being here because, as, as Brad said, you're an extremely busy guy giving tons back to the chiropractic profession, um, uh, uh, an incredible leader for us, and uh, definitely one of my idols. So, Don, you know, take it away and, and tell the audience about yourself. Well, I'm, I'm glad to be here. And as I said earlier, you guys, uh, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a while. And, uh, uh, I'm just uh, pleased to be here today. Um, a lot of the things that you said are true. I'm, I'm a huge fan of chiropractic too. And uh, I think the most important thing is the, is the give back and the opportunities to give back to the profession. Um, I've been very blessed. Everything I have in my adult life, uh, post-education, I owe to chiropractic. Um, so I can't think of a better profession and a group of people to serve than chiropractors. And Don, you have a lot of positions that you've held. In addition to having a private practice, like you're, you're just tell the audience a little bit about your background and what you're doing in chiropractic. Well, one of the things that uh, I had great mentorship uh, as a young chiropractor coming out of school, and even while I was in chiropractic college, uh, I was sharing with uh, Brad a little bit when we were talking earlier that uh, when I went down to Life University or Life Chiropractic College at that time, um, there was a group of chiros that had. Uh, founded the school and had the DE program that was there. So I visited the DE program before I had an inkling I was going to go to chiropractic college and fell in love and put myself on a track from uh, electrical engineering to chiropractic. And the catalyst in that was a off-road dirt bike accident that put me in uh, dire straits as far as things were physically. So I, I think it was a very faithful path that I was on. I wouldn't change a darn thing about it, including the injury. And uh, it put me on a path to meeting mentors while I was in college that were leaders here in Michigan. And they were nothing but encouraging to, to get the practice up and running. And once it was up and running and strong, to show up at the MAC or the preceding organizations to our merged organization and get involved and dig in. 
and that's exactly what I did. Yeah, I'm, I want to get into that because you're being very humble. You're not telling us what you, all of your roles that you play. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna pull it out of you. But um, <laughs> I am really curious that mentorship is something that's come up in my life, uh, like in in like the last 24 hours. It's kind of interesting. But I'm really curious who 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 were those mentors? Who were those people that made such an impact for you? Well, there were two two individuals that really stuck out. There was Dr. Jim Gregg and Dr. John Hoffman, and they were two of the founding fathers of Life University. And kind of an interesting little story. When I got into my last quarter, I came home for Christmas break, and there was a, a chiropractor here who kept a list of people who might want an associateship somewhere. And I had always loved listening to Jimmy Gregg talk from the stage. So I put my name on that list, got one day back to school after the break was over. Jimmy Gregg called me up and said, hey, you want an interview? So I came up, interviewed, worked with him for a couple of years, uh, made a big difference for me, taught me how to practice, taught me what not to do as much as what to do. And then along the way, I met Dr. Tom Clapp, and Tom and I became best friends. You know, sometimes joined at the hip, shared lots of lounge chair moments, cocktails, visualization, masterminding, and it was really the catalyst for what I've been able to become myself in leadership and then pass that on to others. Yeah. I think we all miss Tom a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So Don, I mean, um, let's dig into some of the things that you're doing in Michigan. Uh, I'm associated with you through Michicare is one of the pieces. I know that you're part of the strategic plan. Tell us about a little bit more of the details on some of those things. Start with the, start with Michicare and the Michigan, uh, uh, association. You know, one, of the, one of the things that we recognized as an association was that there are a lot of consultants in this world, and some of them are really awesome. You know, they've taken Kairos to a better place, not only in their practice life, but personal life. And we recognize that for-profit entities could be an important part of a nonprofit entity. So we, we created Michicare really out of the fact that we wanted to create a physician's organization. We wanted to work with insurers. And about that time, the POs opened up in Michigan and it really left Michicare kind of holding and sitting on the shelf. So a couple of us started taking a look at insurance. And one of the first areas that we started to work in was to create a workers' compensation program for the chiropractors in the state of Michigan. And, and our goal in that is to keep chiropractic dollars in the profession. So one of Michigan's insurance initiatives is this work comp program. And we wanted to, we felt that there was no bottom in the bucket. For many, many years, we all paid premiums to insurers. And what did they do? They showed up in our state capital and lobbied against us. So, yeah. I mean, we, we were really freaking pissed off about that whole dynamic. So we got smarter and smarter and smarter in the insurance realm. And then we also looked at some of the consulting work that was going on. So we looked at services, billing services, credit card processing, uh, verification of benefits, the things that really suck the time away from a Cairo on their day in and day out work. Chiropractors do not belong in their administrative offices, but because of kind of a small Mindset, mom and pop, perhaps a lot of Kairos are in there doing what they shouldn't be doing. It's just, it, it just drives me 
bananas to see somebody doing something that makes them no money. Yeah. I'm curious, Don, I just want to make sure like the audience understands when you say provide a workers' compensation insurance program for chiropractors, are you saying that chiropractors pay the premiums to MichiCare for their own workers' comp in order to kind of, again, keep the money inside of chiropractic? That's, that's spot on. Uh, we work with a third-party administrator. So really, our fund is at a point what we call a re risk retention fund. So everybody's in the pool. And once the expansion of both the data, we really have no claims history. So 100% of our right, premiums right. just go out, boom, right into the pocket, pocketbook of the insurer and, uh, and then take that to a self-insured entity with the board of directors and oversight for all the day in and day out activity of that fund. That's great. That's amazing. And that is so forward thinking. Um, and I wish more states could follow suit or, you know, maybe Michigan has the opportunity to expand into other states. Well, maybe tell us a little bit more about what the maybe short, intermediate, long-term plans are. Well, the short-term plan, we've already insured Kairos in Alaska as well as Illinois. So we are out state now. They're in that data pool with us. Cool. Um, the goal is to actually one of our first um opportunities is to ensure the staff of state associations. So we've worked very closely with Cairo Congress. Um, that's how we branched into Illinois through Mark Abla and the mm -hmm. Illinois Chiropractic Society. Uh, Sherry Ryan's been very gracious in Alaska to work with us and create valuable member benefits for their state association. It's amazing. I just love this concept. It's so forward thinking. So you're doing some other things, though, right? I mean, you're, uh, you and I are working on a program where you're actually doing outsourced billing uh, and coding for some of your docs as an ancillary kind of service. Yeah, the billing and coding has really become very interesting. It's become the, uh, the number one go-to. We just came out of our convention. We don't have a difficult time with finding clients. Um, we have gone through a great deal of systematizing all the behind-the-scenes activity with the billers and the communication. Uh, we would like to own our own data. That's where you came in. We'd like to be able to negotiate from a stance of knowing what we do and beat the crap out of these insurers a little bit because they've certainly taken us to the mat as a year over the years and pounded on us. And then Jay... With his app, I'm in love with that opportunity. Uh, we were discussing how we can walk together with the development of the Canvas app and get uh, patient data at a certain point coming back to the provider. So I think we're gonna we're gonna dominate in the world of uh, data and be able to negotiate from a stance of power with these insurers. That's great. We're going to take a little quick break. We'll be back here in just a minute. Uh, we're talking today with Dr. Don Reno, my co-host, of course, the Dr. Jay Greenstein, the one and only Data Doc of Talk. I'm Brad Goss. We'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. As a Cairo Health USA provider, we're excited to work with you to identify which of your discounts are good, bad, or illegal. Most chiropractors bend over backwards to make their care affordable. Unfortunately, dual fee schedules, false claims, inducement violations, and time of service discounts can all put you at risk. And no offense, 
everybody's doing it doesn't work with auditors. At Kyra Health USA, we're here to help protect and grow your practice. Just listen to our provider stats. 20% overall practice growth versus 2019. Over 50% of CHUSA patients renew their membership year after year. Over 2,500 patients per month use our provider search directory to find a CHUSA provider. At Kyra Health USA, our purpose is simple. It's to improve the quality of life for our doctors, their teams, and their patients. With over 5,000 providers and nearly a million patients, Kyra Health USA is the network that works for chiropractic. For more information, call 888-719-9990 or visit www.chirohealthusa.com. Welcome to Infinity. We have worked hard to create an electronic claims website that is simple and user-friendly. This is the public side. You can log into your personal web portal here. This is your dashboard. You can personalize it to your liking here. Our main focus has been to allow you to submit and edit claims as easy as possible. You will find our claims editor and claims processing is simple to use and straightforward. Our quick action bar is where you can find your most important information. Most of these icons will take you directly to the claims the number represents. You can easily view if you have any messages in your inbox of any unread alerts by looking for these blue numbers. To view the rest of our training videos to get the most of your Infinity experience, click this icon. We hope you find this web portal simple and easy to use. Thanks for letting us serve you. Stop. Follow. 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 Hit that follow button and spread the love with Tech Talk. Well, welcome back. It's Tech Talk. I'm Brad Koss, my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, the one and only data doc of talk. And today our guest is Dr. Don Reno from Michicare, the Michigan Chiropractic Association. And Don, it's great to have you here with us today. I know that historically I went to a couple of the Michigan chiropractic conferences 15 years ago, you know, no one would talk to me as a clearinghouse. Part of that's because Blue Cross Blue Shield in your state was acting as that primary clearinghouse. They were clearing claims for other payers. And I think now that you see maybe that was a stranglehold over your data that you today don't want to happen. Could you sort of walk us through that evolution? Because that's pretty unique. Uh, to the blue uh, in Michigan. Not a lot of other states have that. So Blue Cross Blue Shield here is obviously king in the insurance world. They they didn't have a lot of competition. They remained a nonprofit for many, many years. They flew under the radar with massive self-created legislature relationships and protections. Uh, So the clearinghouse to me was always an issue. And uh, then beginning to work with you, I think we paved the way for the future to change that. Free is attractive to some people. And I'm always concerned about free. And they offered free clearinghouse. And that just uh, created a lot of problems. You know, the other factor was back in the day pre-merger when we had two warring state associations, we couldn't agree on shit. Nothing <laughs> nothing I've was seen, going to be agreed upon. Yeah, I've seen that happen before. So that gave us the opportunity. That really paved the way uh, 
for us to put together a great staff in one association, some dollars and cents in another association, and merge, and merge, and then keep that thing on track. So and we merged back in 2007, and it seems like it was just yesterday to me, and it's been it's been phenomenal. We don't always agree, but we settle all of our issues. We still battle with the blues. We still battle with the insurers here. Even though we're united, those problems didn't go away. And mm-hmm. I can't imagine any state having more than one state association and being successful in doing what they need to do for the profession. The profession deserves one state association. And Brad, we're, we're, we're in Virginia. We're, we're, you know, this is a, this is also a state where it was divided. And I believe there was, there was reliance upon the folks in Michigan, you and Tom, Don, to really help guide people through that process. And now the association is so much stronger and I cannot understand um, how some of our states are just not figuring it out and that they just need to figure it out. Yeah, I was sort of got caught in the middle of Colorado when they were to, there was a breakoff group in that. And that was really devastating, I know, to the Kairos in Colorado. And then, you know, Florida has two associations. Now, I'm not sure about the second one being uh, too big of a deal, but they're, they're always digging at the other. That's for darn sure. But Deb and her group are just, why would you not want to be part of that group? You know, that's just the question that you see in that piece. Well, Don, I, I know Jay's got a couple of questions, but let me, this being a technology company, tell me why you feel like, personally, data is so important in today. And what kind of data is it that you're looking for? Well, I like to see outcomes. Jay and I have had you know, conversations on outcomes coming in. I mean, you can see the, the billing and utilization side, you know, and they use that against us. So if we can create a, a better transparency for that. That's that's one of our initiatives. Um, gosh, I've hunted around. When when Jay came to our strategic plan, he put me on a path of being, I don't know how many years ago that was. I was probably in my 50s. I'm 50, 65 years old now. And it's like, holy crap, I'm not at the end of my career. I may be in practice for 37 years now, but I got a whole lot more in the tank and it's going to look a lot different. So Jay really encouraged me, hey, go back to school, whatever it is, pull out the books, learn, look at different things, look at things like like the model traction. We run we run Mission Care on the traction model. You know, we've brought that into the strategic plan now at this point. So, you know, I always prayed for good influencers in my life. And I'll be darned if they didn't always show up. It's a beautiful you guys thing. definitely showed up for us too. So thanks, Tom. Really appreciate that, and uh, I know we feel the same way. You know, you showing up in our lives has made our lives so much richer and so much more special. And and it is just a privilege and an honor to work with you. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about that. The strategic plan um, for for the doc who has their head up their ass and knows nothing about it. Yeah, I just <laughs> said that because you should because we've been talking about it now for almost two years now. Actually, more than two years. Um, Don, tell the audience a bit of how the strategic plan originated and what your role is and where you see it going in the next one to three years. I I think the strategic plan actually originated on a lounge chair over a couple of beverages. 
<laughs> and just dreaming what the profession would be like if it was united. And the other factor figured in is that we did a strategic plan and there were a bunch of documents that were pr printed for our strategic plan. And Kim Clapp, Tom's wife, picked up the printed documents. And I'll be darned if there wasn't a set of documents at the printer that was related to the Physical Therapy Association and their strategic plan, which she caught a glimpse of that. So this whole idea of needing to have a strategic plan for the whole profession has ba been based on strategic plans that have been microcells in some of the state associations and, and seeing other professions do it better than us. Yeah. So, you know, I think the goal right now in the, in the team that's there in the leadership at the, at the strategic plan are visionary, almost like wildcat bandits that want to change this dynamic of us being the losers. We're the winners. And the, and the, and the rank and file chiropractor, yeah, it's kind of a sorry sight if we don't get the message out to more people. I'm amazed at the number of people that still don't know about the plan. Um, I, I just simply think that they're not paying attention to the leaders in their state associations because the messages yeah. are there. Yeah. Pay attention to now the you, state association. Yep. You're, you're hundred percent correct. Now you um, are part of the leadership team and you also are chair of the government affairs work group. Can you talk, you know, at a high level or get as specific as you want about what you're trying to accomplish and what's most important now and in the next, again, one to three years? Well, I think the most important aspect of, of that work group is that we work in a synergistic way with who's out there. So I think of our, us as, as, a, as a funnel. The other lettered associations and entities are out there in the chiropractic realm. I want them to know that we're there and, and, and we're going to hear them out. We don't have a dynamic of that. We do it better than everybody else, but we do it better if we're together. So any of the, the national associations that are involved with legislative change, the big, the big win for us would be in Medicare. We need Medicare reform, long overdue. But that's been kind of the wedge that's really taken the two national associations and put them at odds with, with each other. It becomes what I call the convenient argument. It becomes the wedge from creating unity. So there's a very convenient argument that's going on right now. How do you pass meaningful legislation and what's the best pathway? I want to help to vet that pathway and get us on track. Yeah, well, you're the person to do it, my friend. You are definitely the person to do it. You know, Don, uh, there are some there's some big problems, both in payer reimbursement, government changes, Medicare. You're, you're talking about some big, big walls to climb. Do you feel like the environment today is different than it was 20 years ago? I mean, me being involved in the last 15 years and being involved in the last four or five years, man, I can see huge difference. You know, the strategic plan, the, the, the amount that I've been involved in it, for the first time, I can see leaders across America coming together to work. Now, I know they were friendships and they talked about things. They might have gotten together in D.C. once a year, but I see these guys getting down, getting their hands involved, really working at changing the profession 
from the outside. So if everything else fails, which I don't think is going to happen, you guys have organized in becoming valued healthcare providers and elevating the profession in a way that I'm not sure could have happened without that strategic plan. Do you agree with that? I think it's a it's a long overdue maturity factor that we are creating an infrastructure for the profession. We've had weak infrastructure, and and you know I had a mentor who says, "So how's it going?" Well, I've got this and this. Well, that's not much. Based on results, I'd say not a lot's going on. So I like to base things on results and outcomes. That's what the world looks for. Let's strengthen our outcomes. Let's strengthen our communication and get that in front of policymakers, politicians, insurers, and drive that home. Yep. I think for the first time, we um, we have such a wide level of representation across all areas of chiropractic that's making the strategic plan work. And look, we all know we're not going to snap our fingers and get immediate results right away at, with every single initiative. But the focus and the leadership that we have and the participation that we have from across the profession is what separates this initiative from every other one that I've seen in the last 30 years that I've been a part of chiropractic. Yeah, that's sort of what I was alluding to. It, To me, it, it seems real, this go around, and it's it seems real. like people are really trying. So listen, guys, we need to take another break. Come back for our third segment. We'll be right back with Dr. Don Reno. Your weekly dose of talk. Get ready. With the data jocks of talk. Hey, everybody. This is Dr. Jay Greenstein. This is Jay Greenstein. With me today is Dr. Jay Greenstein. And Dr. Jay Greenstein. The world around us and healthcare specifically is changing at an exponential pace. Chiropractic is perfectly positioned like we have never been right now today to be more successful and to be more impactful for the communities and patients that we serve. There are all sorts of evidence-based guidelines that, that support the use of non-pharmacological approaches. But what I want America to know is that health doesn't come from a pill. It's our responsibility as healthcare providers to educate the community about the evidence that exists. We really need to have a private practice app, something that will help us engage with our patients in ways that they've never experienced before. The intersection of technology and quality care is where the future of healthcare is at, and I'm really excited to bring that forward in the future. Hi, I'm Dave Klein, co-founder and director of business development for PayDC, the chiropractic industry's leading developer of cloud-based integrated practice management software. PayDC is fast, easy, and affordable to use. PayDC will significantly help you improve your practice in three main areas. Number one, it will help you reduce the amount of time needed for training. Number two, it will help you increase your revenues both from insurance companies and your patients. And number three, the system is based on federal law, improving the quality of your documentation and helping you tell a better story of how you care for your patients. Starting your weekend outright with the data jocks of talk, it's TikTok. What's up, everybody? It's Dr. Jay here, and I'm super excited to be back on Tech Talk with my very good friends, Mr. Brad Koss and Dr. Don Reno, our special guest this week. So, Don, um, we've been talking about the strategic plan and the work that's being done. I, I want to be able to give a bit more context to the audience in case somebody doesn't know. This, this really 
I know that it, it, there's a lot of talk around lounge chairs and bars, as you have said over the years. But in November of 2019, we had the Chiropractic Summit meeting. The, the leadership in that room, including Dr. Tom Clapp, um, realized that we needed a strategic plan. And, and we also knew that we needed professionals to carry it out for us, not just us sitting around a room brainstorming. Later that weekend at the Cairo Congress event, COXA event, um, in San Diego, we had a very similar brainstorming session and the same exact result came to play. And that was really the initiation of the plan. We then went out, put an RFP out to get companies to bid on helping us build this plan. We decided on three, three synergistic companies, which is unheard of, like literally unheard of that you would hire three organizations to help build a strategic plan. But you know, we're special snowflakes, us chiropractors. We don't do things always the same way. And it worked out actually better than I think everybody could have imagined. Um, we have an incredible plan. We've got objectives. We've got timelines. We've got responsible parties. Now we have work groups. And these work groups consist of internal and external communications, government affairs, which you are the chairman of, um, um, research, which Heidi Havik is the chair of, the Chirotech Consortium, which Brad and I are co-chairs. Uh, we also have the, the Super PAC, which is all around raising money for the super PAC, which is, you know, for, for lobbying and government affairs and, you know, doing what we need to do to get uh, legislators on our side. I, I think I covered, and then of course there's the leadership group as well. I think I covered all of them, correct? Beautiful. I don't think I missed anybody. <laughs> you, you know the titles better than me. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that org chart. So, um, yeah. and, and the work, like, like we've been talking about, the work that's been done has been remarkable. Brad has been absolutely instrumental uh, leveraging his data scientists, leveraging all the data that he has from chiropractors that use Infinity, because he wouldn't have this data if chiropractors weren't his customers. We now have over 10,000 uh, chiropractors that are leveraging the Infinity platform that we can utilize data to demonstrate the value that we're creating in the system. And Brad has been extremely generous in donating his time and his money and his data scientists so that we can have these incredible dashboards where the states have insight into their state data, uh, they can pair it to national data, and then chiropractors who are Brad's customers can actually compare themselves to state and national data. So when a payer says, hey, you're an outlier, the chiro can say, go fuck yourself, asshole. I'm not an outlier because I see my data compared to the rest of the people in the network. Because we've had that situation, I mean, Brad is defended this and, and given this data out to his customers and to state so many times. I mean, these, these insurance companies are just liars, pigs, and thieves. So Brad was really instrumental in creating this, this really important deliverable for the Chirotech Consortium. But all of us are working together. You know, we've had so many calls and meetings where we're collaborating across work groups. And I think that's been incredibly special. And again, one of the differences in this particular plan than in anything that's been done before in chiropractic. And I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. Well, I think one of the impressive things is the transparency of it. And it, you know, until recently, the whole initiative has been housed with the Cairo Congress website. Uh, but now it has a standalone website, Chiropractic Futures LLC. And I want people to go check that out. And yeah. it's, it's people like Brad and Dr. Ray Foxworth and Dr. Tom Wetson and on and on that have not just done the leadership calls, but they put in maybe an hour every other week with six or seven other individuals on their work group. And the hours and the input is really, really adding up. 
So there's a lot of masterminding and brainstorming going on that I think people need to know about. And I'm sure they're going to learn that through Tech Talk. You guys are doing yeah, a great and we, thing. Um, we just had a leadership meeting in Mississippi. And maybe you can just share again at a high level, like, what did that meeting feel like for you? And, and, and coming out of that meeting, what were you most excited about? You mean besides eating crawdads and, and listening to some great <laughs> rock and roll music on the patio? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I missed that part. I had to leave. But yes. Yeah. Yeah, I had to rub that in your face for sure. Sorry you <laughs> missed it. Um, Me too. Just phenomenal. Great venue, tight associateship. Heidi Havik coming in, spending the entire meeting virtually from New Zealand. Norway. Um, she was in Norway. Well, that's right. She was in Norway yeah, for Norway, that. Yeah. So she was yeah. way past her bedtime. Uh, yeah. John Murray from Wisconsin, his input from, from afar. And... Yep. Um, really developing a budgeted plan and putting the dollars and cents to use that we've been privileged to receive through donations. And the donations started really day number one when we were in San Diego. And again, at the second Cairo Congress uh, meeting last year, um, we raised a lot of money in, in the room. People opened up their checkbooks when they heard what was going on. And so, Don, how can people donate? Where, where do they need to go? Well, you can go to Cairo Future, um, the Chiropractic Future LLC, but I believe most of the donations go through uh, Cairo Cares, which is the nonprofit portion of the strategic plan, which is still housed with um, with uh, Cairo Congress. So. Yeah, and they, no, they can, can actually go me. to chiro chiropracticfuture.org, and on the right-hand side of the screen is a little button that just says Give. And it's just like literally as easy, easy as that. And we're trying to raise $12 million by 2025. And I know that seems like a lot, but we've already raised over a half a million dollars. So, you know, people are, like you said, opening up their checkbooks and their pocketbooks um, in order to move this plan forward. Well, it's sort of down to what are you going to do to advance this profession if you're not contributing to this, Jay? I mean, yep. are you going to be part of the profession or are you just going to be a sideline? And and to me, that's the thing. You've heard me preach this and talk about this. The chiropractic has to come into the rest of the world of healthcare with data, with stance, with attitudes, with professions, with payers. There's so many different levels that they need to be recognized just like a primary care physician. And Amen. they can do that. But it's not free. And you're spending and wasting money other ways. Write a check, press the button, give a credit card, be a part of it, because it's people that have got to advance this. It's not going to happen out of the clear blue sky. Amen, brother. That's Amen. True. Yeah. Well, listen, it's it's that time. It's it's what? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> it is, man. I know it happens. Say it when isn't we, so, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that happened to us last week. It just like was over in a heartbeat. But uh, Don, thanks for spending time with us today. Again, yeah. I look forward to our future relationship, uh, helping you on on the strategic plan, the ways that I can contribute and keep doing and helping out. Yeah, so, so from my co-host, Dr. Jay Greenstein, I'm Brad Cost. Have a good day. See y'all. Listen to the future of healthcare with the data jocks of talk. It's Tech Talk.